Hello, and welcome to Ask the Expert on this fine Memorial Day. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial, and I'm here today with my co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, first of all, we would like to take a moment to thank all of our listeners who have served our country. I, for one, do not take our freedom lightly, and I am so grateful for your service. And uh, same here, too. Uh, everyone from my Susie who served uh, her Uncle Sam uh, to all of my uncles who uh, served in uh, wars across the waters and to everyone who has ever had to have donned the uniform, thank you very much. Um, okay, I want to remind everybody, though, before we get going, that if you want more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 918 918- Two three two seven six six five, or visit online at sandman.financial. Remember, that's S-A-N-D-M-A-N dot financial. No dot com after it, just sandman.financial. I'd love to hear from you and possibly set up a virtual or, hey, even in-person meeting with you to discuss any financial questions you may have. You know, Sandy, I always learn a little something about our time together, and I appreciate how thoroughly that you've researched these topics that you bring to share with us and with our listeners. I'm I'm pretty interested in this discussion, and I'm hearing about Roth IRAs right now. So what do you say we get into it? Sounds great, Tom. As the country continues to be stirred up by, oh my gosh, economic disruption, all the uncertainty, I know a lot of our listeners might be looking to bring a more, a little more stability into your personal finances, especially your ability to reach your goals in retirement. One potential solution for some of you is to convert to a Roth IRA. And I think you picked a great topic that our listeners are really going to be interested in. Why don't we just start with the basics? What is a Roth IRA? It's always best to start with the basics, Tom. Investopedia.com has an excellent and very, very uh, user-friendly article. It's called Roth IRAs, The Complete Guide. It it has some great information in it. Mm -hmm. A Roth IRA is a tax-advantaged retirement savings account that may allow you to withdraw money tax-free. As far as investment options within the retirement account, they're really quite similar to a traditional IRA. The biggest difference between the two is how they're taxed. Roth IRAs are funded with after-tax dollars, and the contributions aren't tax-deductible. Because of that, once you begin withdrawing funds, that money may be tax-free. On the flip side, traditional IRA deposits are usually made with pre-tax dollars because that means your contribution went into the account without ever being taxed. You pay income taxes when you withdraw the money in retirement. In some instances, contributions... A traditional IRA may also be tax deductible. Sandy, uh, so a Roth IRA is essentially a retirement account where you have paid the taxes on the money that's flowing into your account, which means you don't have to pay taxes on that money as it flows out of your account. What are some of the other basic building blocks of the Roth IRA? For our listeners today, Tom, I think it's easy to simply remember Roth IRAs are well-positioned to help those who think their taxes will be higher in retirement than they are currently. It's also critical to note that you can't contribute to a Roth if you make too much money. For example, in 2020, the limit for a single person is an income of 139000 and the limit for a married couple is 206000 So far, Sandy, it seems like the Roth IRAs are very similar to many other retirement income products that are out there. But I'm guessing that there's probably some key differences. Am I right? 
Ah, yes, you are, Tom. Like many other qualified accounts, the money that's in a Roth grows tax-deferred, meaning you don't pay taxes on gains. But a Roth is less restrictive in a lot of ways. Contributions can continue at any age as long as the account holder has made income equal to or greater than the contribution for that year. Also, an account holder can keep their Roth IRA indefinitely because there's no required minimum distributions, no RMDs, unlike 401ks and traditional IRAs. Wow, Sandy, that is so cool. So how are they funded? Well, they're funded a number of different ways, including regular contributions, spousal IRA contributions, transfers, rollover contributions, and conversions. Regular Roth IRA contributions have to be made with cash and checks. However, a number of investment opportunities may exist within a Roth IRA, like mutual funds, stocks, bonds, EFTs, CDs, money market funds. Well, I feel like I'm uh, you know, rapid-firing these questions at you today, but I really am interested in this. So, how does a person go about opening an IRA, Sandy? It's a critical question, Tom, and I'm glad you brought it up. A Roth has to be established with an institution that received IRS permission to offer them, like banks, brokerage companies, federally insured credit unions, and savings and loans. So you need to go to a professional approved by the IRS. That's right. Our listeners should also remember to shop around a bit, though, when when selecting an institution to use for a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. Some providers have long lists of investment options, while others have really narrow options. And nearly all institutions have different fee structures, which can certainly affect your returns. A financial services professional can help you walk through the features. It's great to talk about Ross, but as with any investment, there's a lot of options. So be sure and get what's right for your situation. Oh, that is so true. Now, I know I'm certainly uh, thinking more about what a Roth IRA could do for any retirement pocketbook, Sandy, but can you tell us a little bit more about qualified distributions from the Roth IRA? I'd be happy to. Tom, in, in that article in Investopedia, the Roth IRA Complete Guide, you can withdraw money, which is known as a distribution, from your Roth IRA without a penalty or tax hit. If you only take out the amount equal to the total you put in, a distribution isn't considered taxable income, and it isn't subject to a penalty, no matter your age or how long the money has been in your account. Well, that sounds great, Sandy. In fact, you could say it sounds too great. So, there has to be a but in there. Well, Tom, when you're right, you're right. The but here is for a distribution of account earnings to be qualified. It has to occur at least five years after the Roth IRA's owner established and funded their first Roth. And the distributions must occur under one of these conditions. First, you have to be at least 59 and a half at the moment of the distribution. That's the biggest one. There are some others. The distributed assets can be used for the for the purchase, build, or rebuild of a first home for the Roth IRA holder or a qualified family member. Also, the distribution is necessary if, if that's the case for uh, an account holder that's become disabled, or maybe the uh, account holder has passed and those assets can be distributed to the beneficiary. Now, those rules change a bit if you get a Roth when you're over 59 and a half. The FIFO rule applies. That's that's the first in, first out. 
which means you won't be taxed if you take a distribution before five years, as long as it's just on your cost basis amount or the amount you originally put in. So that's helpful if you do want to do a conversion at retirement, for instance, but you don't want your funds completely restricted for five years. Yep, there's always a catch. But, you know, one thing I'm curious about, and I bet a lot of our listeners as well, are some of the things that you can use to determine whether you may want to choose a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Now, can you break that down a little bit for us? You bet. Um, Tom, I think that's a really important distinction. Essentially, the choice between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA comes down to the filer's tax bracket, their expected tax bracket when they retire, and their personal preference. People who may be in a higher tax bracket when they retire are likely to find a Roth IRA to be beneficial because the amount of tax deferred in retirement will be more than the income tax paid in the present. We'll mention that a little more in a minute. Often younger and lower income workers may have the most to gain from going with the Roth. But not always. The right decision for everyone depends on their unique situation, really. Oh, oh yeah, that is so true. And certainly, uh, by beginning to save with a Roth IRA early on, investors will see a greater benefit from the compound interest because the initial investment and its earnings are reinvested and can produce more earnings, which are then reinvested and so on and so on. So on and so on. Yes, compound interest can really make a difference. Also, our listeners who expect to have a lower tax rate when they retire can enjoy that tax-free income source from a Roth. The reality is creating tax-free income is a valuable component in a wide range of strategies. Another thing to remember is that if you don't need your Roth IRA during your retirement, you can keep that money right where it is so it can continue accruing interest and then you may pass it on to your heirs tax-free when you die. Conversely, the IRA, the traditional IRA taxes do have to be paid upon distribution, either in RMDs or when they're passed on to your heirs. Mm. Well, it seems like there's some clear distinctions between Roth IRAs and the traditional IRAs that are pretty easy to grasp, Sandy. Now, our conversation today has taken us to the inner workings of Roth IRAs. And I certainly think it's been a great conversation. Well, there's still one piece of the Roth IRA puzzle that I'm curious about. And Sandy, that's the Roth IRA conversions. Can you give us some insight into that one? Mm, That's a biggie, Tom, especially right now in our current market condition. That article I keep mentioning in Investopedia, Mm -hmm. Roth IRAs, the complete guide, they note that converting a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA is a pretty simple process. The IRS spells out three basic ways that you can go about it. You can do a rollover. This is kind of a real popular way um, in which you take a distribution from your traditional IRA with a check and then deposit that money into your Roth account within 30 days. They call that an indirect rollover. There's also a trustee-to-trustee transfer and a same trustee transfer where you transfer that money into a Roth account at the same institution. And speaking of IRS, Sandy, this might be a good time to dive a little deeper into tax implications. What do you have for us on that? Bottom line is that when you convert a traditional IRA into a Roth, there's going to be a tax bill, Mm -hmm. and it might be a big one. But the good news is you'll be able to make tax-free withdrawals from your account in the future. Also, there are currently some companies that allow for partial conversions annually. Let me explain that. 
uh, to help offset your tax liability, you can, for example, take, I don't know, three to five years if you want to, to convert a portion of your traditional IRA each year to help lower that annual tax liability. But remember to talk to your tax professional on this one because there's a lot of rules that you have to make sure and follow. Given the fact that the current tax laws, this is worthy of mention too, are scheduled to sunset in 2026, Mm -hmm. and we've mentioned that before. Also, all the stimulus money the government provided during the pandemic, analysts are predicting we're going to see higher taxes in the future. Remember, we are sitting on historically low tax times at the moment, which makes it even more attractive to take the tax hit now while taxes are low so you can avoid them in the future at potentially higher tax rates. Our listeners should also note that one potential advantage of Roth IRAs in comparison to traditional IRAs is that you don't have to take the required minimum distributions, which is a plus if you're hoping to leave that money to your heirs or don't want restrictions of when you take the money. Those are great thoughts, Sandy. So is that an age-related benefit converting to a Roth IRA? Traditional IRAs are subject to RMDs, required minimum distribution, after you turn 72. That changed this year from 70 and a half. But Roths aren't. So if you don't need to take money from your Roth IRA during your golden years, you could just let that money grow and grow and use it whenever you want for whatever you want or leave it to your heirs. Now, this has been another outstanding episode, but again, we're out of time. So do you have anything else uh, before we go, Sandy? Just that if you have any questions about your strategy for income in retirement, whether you're just getting started or you're in or nearing retirement, I encourage you to please visit my website or call my office at 918-232-7665 to set up a free consultation. I'm meeting with clients either one-on-one or by phone or through Zoom meetings, whatever's most comfortable for you. Thanks, Sandy. And that concludes this week's Ask the Expert with Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial and me, your co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, take care, stay healthy, and God bless you. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Sandman Financial and staff. Our firm does not provide legal or tax advice, and you should consult the appropriate professional for such advice. All topics are covered, believed to be, from reliable sources. However, Sandman Financial makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any other states other than where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Sandman Financial is not affiliated with or or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.